Our text this morning comes to us from Luke chapter 10, beginning at verse 38. Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you're worried and distracted by many things. There's need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The word of the Lord. We ask, O oh God, that you would use your sacred word to change our hearts and to make us more like you. This we ask in the name of the Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Some of us easily relate to Mary who loved to sit at Jesus' feet and listen to him talk. Others relate more easily to Martha, who loved to work for Jesus and let others do the talking. But Mary and Martha are sisters, and we don't understand either of them unless we remember that they're related. Martha is the one who invited Jesus home for dinner, she was good at things like hospitality. But while she was preparing the meal, her sister Mary was out in the living room listening to Jesus talk. And that really toasted Martha. We can imagine her in the kitchen banging the pots a little more loudly than necessary. Maybe she's remembering her old argument with Martha Martha never helps make the meal or does the dishes. Martha was always sitting and, I mean, Mary was always sitting in Daddy's lap while Martha got stuck with Mom in the kitchen. Mary got to study theology while Martha had to study economics. <laughs> Mary's probably going to expect Martha to support her to go to seminary. It's not fair. Finally, she can't stand it anymore, so she burst into the living room and says, Teacher, do you not care that, Martha, that Mary has left me to do all of the work by myself? Tell her to come and help me. Again, I don't think this is the first time this argument has broken out in this home. And it reminds me of another argument in another family called the church. Some of us are very much like Mary. We, we could worship and, 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 and learn all day because we love it. And in it, we, we behold the, the beauty of God. And music, like that last chorus, can just tear us up because it moves us. 
because we're led by our hearts. And a well-written book is going to keep us up all night just for the beauty of the writing. And, and when we hear about a need, we give because it breaks our hearts. The Marys among us are wired to behold. They behold beauty, they behold tragedy, and they take it all to heart. But the others in the church, like Martha, are wired to volunteer because someone's got to get the work done. Someone's got to pay the bills. And if Marthas are up all night, it's because they're working on a project for which they expect to get an A. <laughs> and when Martha gives, it's because she knows it's her responsibility to be a giver. Marthas are wired for work. Mary's wired to behold, Martha's wired to be a worker, and the two of them argue in the church back and forth about who exactly has the gospel right. Now, we get the need to behold, otherwise you wouldn't have come to worship today. But I've been in church my entire life, and I can tell you, without the Marthas, the church would have faded away a long time ago. but they just get so ticked at the Marys. And, and this is the way it, it shows up. It shows up like this. Pastor, you're not going to let them just sit and worship all the time, are you? They need to get involved around here. They need to sign up for one of our mission projects. They can at least join the church and start pledging. We, we got plenty of vacancies on the committees. They don't, eat, they don't do any of the work. They're just takers. Well, Martha has a point. Mary has a point. But they're missing the point of each other, which is that they're sisters. I have a set of twin aunts named Mary and Martha. And it's as if they read the script for their lives out of the Gospel to Luke. My Aunt Martha is hardworking, highly educated, very successful, gracious and elegant. My Aunt Mary lives a more simple life she gives her heart away, I think, too easily. And she spent most of her life around children, others and her own. Now, they're both very devoted to Jesus. And they're very devoted to each other. They love each other intensely. So intensely that they argue constantly. I've never seen one of them without the other. And I've never heard them call each other by name. Instead, they refer to each other as sister. Sister! Sister! As if it, was a, as if it were a, a proper noun. As if it were a way of constantly renewing their relationship. 
even though they're at each other, they know they need each other, and they can't stand the thought of not having each other. There's a Mary and a Martha living inside of you. Now, one of them is more dominant than the other. But to be whole, you have to attend to that other voice. To be yourself in Christ means to constantly deal with your twin sister, even though you're not naturally wired to. Jesus decides to enter this family argument, which is very unusual for Jesus to enter other people's arguments. He has his own arguments. But he enters this one, which means that there's something going on here that's really important that he wants us to get. He starts out by saying, Martha, Martha. I love that. Remember when your parents would say your name twice? Now, if they said your full name, Michael Craig Barnes, you get in here, you know you're in trouble. But if they just say your first name twice, Craig, Craig, it just means you're confused. <laughs> Martha, Martha, you're distracted by many things. Only one thing is necessary, and Mary has chosen the better part that which she'll never lose. Notice he does not say Mary is the better part. She's chosen the better part. Usually when I've heard this text um, in a sermon, the, the preacher uses it to uphold the virtues of Mary and then move into a lot of Martha bashing. But Jesus is not trying to judge Martha, or her work ethic. In the text just before this, Jesus has just told the parable of the, product, I mean, of the um, Good Samaritan, where the priest and the Levite walked past the man in need in order to get to worship, and the Samaritan stopped and engaged in a lot of work to care for this wounded man. And it's the worker there who is praised by Jesus and the priest and the Levite on their way to worship who are judged. So the last thing that Jesus wants to do is to judge Martha's commitment to service and hard work. We need Martha for the mission of the church. The cause of social justice depends on the Marthas, but also the Marys because we have to behold in order to know why we're working. Jesus' concern is for those who've committed themselves to being of service, that they attend to the soul's yearning for the one whom we serve. The call is to behold beauty and truth through worship and learning. And then to get to work on the dreams we discovered while worshiping and learning. But if you worship your work for Jesus, 
you're going to lose Jesus, who is always the better part. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.